match is now officially a Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Sorry. And so, like I was saying, that's why I think in the future, the replacement of the foreskin is going to be huge. It's going to shut the fuck up. I don't think I've ever hit it that quick on you. I don't think in a fucking year and some change I've ever hit it on you that quick. You don't miss your foreskin? (laughs) My my name's Clinton Davis. You can find me at PK Batman. My right. Foreskin Collins. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna be that night. No, I'm at Jensen Collins. I'm Ethan. I'm at Jensen Collins three. You can find me on uh, Twitter. Uh, below us is Tony. You can find him here on the show most Thursday nights. He's Get your of hand it. off of your boom arm. And uh, you can find us at On a Forklift Pod on Twitter. On a Forklift Wrestling Pod on. Twitch on a Forklift Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, Thursday nights at 9 on UPN, and we are on Spotify Friday mornings. You guys have to stop touching the boom arms. It's so echoey. I'm not touching it now. Oh, shit. And our special guest. What up? Hey, it's Jeremiah Goldman. Oh, God. I'm a big fan of this guy. I'm so excited you agreed to be on the show. Thank you so much. No worries, guys. What's going on? Nothing. We're just getting high. We're waiting for you. We just want to talk to you about the show coming up next fucking Friday night. Dog, that's like a week away. (laughs) No way. No way. We're going to be there the whole time just chilling out. We've been excited since I met you the first time. Dog, it's gonna be a long ass show, but like in a good way, yeah, like yeah. like in a like like a worth your money way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, because uh, one of our one of our uh, friends, Kyle, he's the one who turned us on to for you wrestling, and love Kyle, great dude, my favorite GameStop employee that's still there. Man, oh that Kyle, I thought you were Kyle, Kyle. How many Kyles? Too much drywall. Too much monster. Oh, my God. Well, Jeremiah, how the fuck are you tonight? Dog, good. Good. A little tired. Was mm-hmm. uh, working in the fields today. Okay. Like, yeah. Doing some harvesting, if you will. Okay. Now he's eating some Swedish fish. Botany. Horticulturalist, like- Jeremiah Goldman. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, an urban uh, florist. Oh That's my what God. I'm this about guy... to be doing for a living. <laughs> this guy's energy at the show last time, unmatched. He's running around just, yeah. I'm, I'm going to gush because this man came out in a crop top Adam Wick t-shirt oh. to call me by your name. And I was in love from that second. It was my second favorite entrance of the night behind the dude who came, uh, Mark Ross, who came out to the entirety of I already knew who you were going to say beat me. Like, it's, listen, there's one entrance at the FU show, and now it's everywhere. Hi, welcome to the chat. It's everywhere. Like, Like, Mark Ross's entrance is now just, like, a thing. And, like, it's fantastic. Like, people have seen it now probably, like, eight times. 
and they mm-hmm. still don't understand when he's coming out. And it's like, there's only one part of the song. <laughs> like, I, I looked at Clinton, and the moment the so- song hit, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna wait for the drop, isn't he? And I'm like, they realize that's like three and a half minutes into the song. <laughs> he, Jeremiah walked behind us, and there was some dude in the crowd bitching at the length of the entrance. And I was like, excuse me, sir, it's Phil Collins. We don't, we don't fast forward Phil Collins' state here. Hey, so anybody wonders, this right here, forklift operator permit. Yeah, Boom. he's the forklift operator. He's the one who put Judy Bagwell on the forklift. <laughs> that's that impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's a part of history. Like... So like it's weird, right? Like like with wrestling, like ten years ago, that was a horrible thing, right? Like it was a stain, it was a tarnish, but now it's remembered in such like a memeable, funny light. Mm-hmm. It like was, it, like it, it's good now. Like it did a circle. Our mis- our mystery friend who we talk about a lot but isn't on the show, Kevin, came over. He's like, we need to watch the greatest match in professional wrestling history. It's about six years ago. And we turn that on, and it has been our lifelong obsession. Uh, I really, I really want to give out details, but somehow in all of our our ventures of trying to see if Judy Bagwell was alive because we cared, Ethan found her phone number. Oh, that's God. fantastic! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and then fantastic. I look, then I, I'm like, you guys realize that Buff's wife, well, ex-wife's name was Judy as well. It was Judy Bagwell. The look on Kevin's face, mid. Don't put it out there. God damn it, Ethan! What do you want from me? Don't put. Are you a fucking idiot? She's dead. You just dock some random person. You're a fucking idiot. I I know Judy. Oh, that sucks. That sucks to be them. Clinton, do you have a Ouija board? Because that's a better way to call her. Our friend Tony here is in rare form tonight. I'm just being honest. So I'd like to ask three questions to every person that comes on the show because it's fun. First of all, tell us about yourself. Well, I'm just a fantastically dressed, amazingly awesome human being who happens to dabble in pro wrestling and pro wrestling managing and promoting and all of that fun stuff. Like, I don't know. I'm an, I'm an entertainer. It's what I like to do. I like to razzle dazzle jazz hands there it is my camera i'm not good with these like it's got me in like that reverse mode where if you want to go down you got to go up type shit it fucks us up every week and we've been doing this for over a year it's horrible like but but it's fine we'll get technology one day that can project you the way yeah anyways (laughs) yeah no like and like yeah no i do the pro wrestles uh i entertain i i don't know I, i live my best life that's what I love to hear. That is the second really one we have, we feel, is a more important question. What's your favorite wrestling video game of all time? Man, that's hard. Because, like, there's there's so many good ones, right? Like, the cliche, like, dope answer is no mercy. Because, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's one of the best, right? For, like, the technology it was on, the gameplay, all of that shit. Like, the N64 era gaming was fantastic. Right, like, yeah, the graphics were like, if you compare it to like now, are garbage, but like the story mode, right? Like you could create a dude, and it felt it felt real. They were able to immerse you in a story. It felt like somebody actually gave a shit. Like at, I don't know what companies did it at the time, but that company, 
with the WWE ones. The WCW ones were just like raw, fun, rampagey wrestling. But like the WWE ones had story to them, right? Mm-hmm. But like, but like obviously the correct answer here, if you smoke weed, is uh, it came out a few years ago. It's like uh, I don't know the name fully, but it's like WWE meets NBA Jams. Oh, the fucking All Stars game. Yeah, that game's like the greatest, right? Because like if two people are really good, it's a never ending battle of just finishers mm-hmm. for like ever. And it, that brought back my big problem with nowadays wrestling games is that when the finishers hit they don't they don't look effective when cm punk hit a go to sleep in all stars someone died oh no it was fantastic like like first of all like 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 i wrestles right and there's no way i can jump 20 feet in the air to do shit mm-hmm. but i wish i could and like if i could it would be entertaining as shit you'd be like it, fucking main eventing wrestlemania if you could jump 20 feet in the air I feel like if I could make, like, I feel like real talk, if I could jump 20 feet in the air, I'd probably be doing a lot more than, like, wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'd, I'd clearly be number one draft pick NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you'd have yeah. gold medals. Yeah, no, like, medals. it'd be like, all right, listen, just toss me the ball. Don't. <laughs> gold medal. We gold did it. Game. So, Quick, now third. pass me the rock. <laughs> My third question is because wrestlers are always on the road. They're always traveling. And I assume a lot of wrestlers eat fast food. So what's your favorite fast food franchise? Man, that, that one's hard too. Like, I don't know. I became a big fan. Like, so like there's like to eat, like to eat if I'm on the road, I like uh, Zaxby's. Like Zaxby's is fire. They got this hot honey mustard sauce that you can get everything covered in. Mm-hmm. And it's delicious. But like, Man, like, dog, we could talk for hours about fast food. Like, I'm a big fan right now of this, like, Mr. Beast burger. Because, like, the one that's, like, near me that I order from on the apps is delicious. But then I saw, like, this video of these other people getting it. And theirs looked different than my Mr. Beast. And, like, I was researching it. And, like, anybody can have a Mr. Beast. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, like so, like the Mr. Beast could be completely different at a different Mr. Beast than you're going to, and I find that like I don't know. I think that's like that's weird, but I like it. I, I don't know. Okay. I've but, never like, had Mr. Beast Burger just because I've also, heard that it's just it depends on the location you get it from. Yeah, it's like the the one I go to, it's like Dearborn Heights. It's on Kinlock. Shout out! They're they're actually in an ice skating arena. Right, like a local ice skating arena. And like their food's the bomb diggity. Okay. But like I don't want to try any other Mr. Beast because like right now I'm happy with the fast food joint because I think that's the real answer to that question is like it's just a locational thing, right? Like your favorite fast food joint might not even be like your favorite fast food. It's just the one that fucks up your food the least. Tony, <laughs> you know, like, when we lived, when we the the Taco Bell KFC combo. So oh, we, my we, we lived in an apartment building, and the closest fast food place that was open past ten was a combo KFC Taco Bell. And you would go through the drive-through, place your order, knowing damn well you were not going to get the right order. So yeah. it was always. Did I, you played that game? It was like higher or lower, like Price is Right, and it was. Did I get a better meal than what I ordered, or was it worse? Is it Canfield? 
the the the, the arena beef. No, the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The can it's the Canfield Ice Arena. I, I feel oh, like man. that was for the Mr. Beast question. Yeah, probably. It's we yeah, run but... out of delays sometimes. By the way, thank you, Nightmare Cuda, for the sub. We appreciate you. Everyone, give us money. We love money. It lets us <laughs> fuck this idiot up way more. It makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. So, like right now, if we get to fifty subs, I'm letting them power bomb me through a table covered in Lego sets. Oh man, that's expensive. Not be like because of the Legos. Oh no, I have a whole bunch of sets that scare the shit out of me that I have in my closet that I just want to get rid of. Yeah, but they're fully built. I don't want them. (laughs) It's the problem. I just don't want them. That's you should donate those to a Thomas Vendetta. Like I woke up in the middle of the night and this was fucking staring at me. It's creeped the fuck out of me. So these have been in my closet for like a year and a half now. Those are those are sweet though. Like yeah. oh, the, like those are gonna hurt though, right? Like because yeah, they're tall and they're 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 solid. Dead. Like yeah. they're not gonna break. Those are just. Well, I'm a former stunt man. I kind of like the pain. So I mean, I'm That's trying fair. to always one up this fucking idiot. He just went through particle board. Yeah, whatever. Oh, it's gonna hurt. I know. Those are painful. Oh. So, so actually, what you said something earlier that kind of makes sense. So we're t- we talked about the old, the, we brought up the Judy. We love Mac you all the same. And then we talked about video gaming and No Mercy and whatnot. Wrestling and video games kind of go hand in hand in that if you watch, if you look at it in a bubble, you can have a certain appreciation for it, and it's not bad. Like those, even though those games aren't up to what the standard is today, old wrestling kind of is the same way. There's a lot of it that as long as you watch it in the time frame and put yourself in that mindset it's not as bad as if you looked at it and went hey there's really not that much you have to understand the innovation wasn't there at the time for it so i it's i think that's why we appreciate the judy bagwell thing now is because that was taking such a risk then but now you could almost that's almost something that would happen so okay let me so, stop you there because the, the reason we love that match it involves Judy Bagwell, Buff Bagwell, Chris Canyon, and David Arquette. It is the yeah. fucking four pillars of 2000s WCW. Okay, so I, I'm a big fan of like, all right, so like, uh, the, the Hulk Hogan movie, right? That they like rewrote on cocaine in a hotel room the night before, right? It's Which a train was? wreck, right? But it's amazing because it's, tra- I, I'm a fan of like coked out train wrecks. And and like the the Judy Bagwell on a pole match is nothing less than like a coked out train wreck, right? Like there's there's no logical way that gets out. Like like that. All right, guys, listen. All right, yeah, we're about to put our uh, multi million dollar broadcast live on television. All right, and I think we should put Buff's mom. On a forklift, call it an on a pole match, right? Like there, there, there's nobody like that's sober going, yeah, let's put that on uh, TV. No, they're like ratings. Hey, dude, Russo was doing lines as long as his unibrow to get that shit on TV. Oh my god, bro, bro, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> ah, I got an went idea. outside, found the on the cover of the U uh, on the Times Magazine. David Arquette with the title. I I love him as champion because like I out oh, you guys have seen me like mm-hmm. like I'm pretty I'm awesome I have amazing energy and I and I present myself as this if bleh, words as if I'm like eight feet tall and like the biggest thing in the room, but in reality, 
I'm like five nine according to a medical chart, but most women tell me I'm five seven, right? Like I'm little, I'm petite. You I'm know dainty, my wife too, right? Is what this is? <laughs> I got my driver's license says five nine, and she's like, "You're five seven on a good." Yeah, day. no, like like this happens to be like I I for real feel like I'm five nine because like that's what the military told me, right? Like when I was in, and like, so like I'm like they would know that that's the most accountable person who's ever measured my height other than that it's 7-elevens like <laughs> this door frame here says i'm five yeah eight. like depending on which little caesars or 7-eleven i'm at i'm, I'm like five nine to five eleven but no i'm five seven <laughs> according to women depending on what vendetta the person that put up the <laughs> so i do have a question for you what about indie wrestling do you like better than on TV professional wrestling? Like WWE, AEW, what about indie wrestling and being a promoter? Do you like? Oh, I'm on it. <laughs> that's that's a fucking awesome answer. <laughs> oh, like, awesome I'm answer. Fucking, like, I'm on it. Like, like, and like, I, like we had a conversation because you were like, I don't, I don't know if we could talk about this, but you were kind of down and out about your match. I fucking loved it at that show. That shit was great. And you were just like, people here don't appreciate comedy matches. Man, I'll tell you what. Comedy has the biggest place in wrestling ever. Fucking, I will always say Revolution uh, 2020. Before they had the fucking Moxley-Jericho match, what match went on before that? Pac versus Cassidy in one of the greatest comedy matches of all time. The crowd for Jericho and Moxley would not have been anywhere near as hot if you would have put any other match. So, so like the thing with comedy wrestling, right? Because like the thing about it is like, and everybody just like, oh, it's a crutch, right? It's one of those like that's I like that Jake Paul, (laughs) Jake Paul, that's really good. Like uh, when I went to uh, the Mania when like COVID was over, quote unquote, Mm -hmm. fucking. I was I was all about Bad Bunny, like as a joke, kind of. But like I was psyched, like I was hyped, like. I'm cultural. I, I listen to music outside of just like English, right? So like, mm-hmm. like I knew who the new Beatle was, but like we get to the, like everybody's like you're being dumb. Stop trying to like just be an asshole to everybody. I'm like, all right, you get there the night that Bad Bunny's wrestling night one, mm-hmm. and I swear to fucking god, he's the goddamn Beatles, bro. Like people had him shaved into the side of their head. Mm-hmm. I say people because it was multiple. Like they had shirts you couldn't even buy at the WrestleMania, like. Night one, he was the most over human being in that mm-hmm. building. Yeah, he yeah. was. And, and he did an he, amazing Canadian destroyer and stole the fucking show. And it was amazing. And Jake Jake Paul's gonna do great. Like I you can love or hate him, right? Like the guy's putting his time in. He's like behind the scenes, he's obviously putting in work. The mm-hmm. dude's doing fucking amazing. The bro, my my favorite WrestleMania match of all times happened. I believe it was this year. Like I'm high, so like I could be getting my timeline wrong, but it's the uh, the uh, what is it? Uh, Sami Zayn versus Johnny. It's my favorite match this year. No match has made me happier than that match this year. I don't think no match in like wrestling history has made me as happy as that match, right? Like it had everything I needed in both a wrestling match and just like an episode of Jackass and just like a 
yeah, no, it was it was the perfect blend of both of their worlds in one form of entertainment. And the but like to get back to my point, I, I like I sidetracked hard. The we like that. That, that 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 even ties into it though, right? Like for a comedy match to be good, the wrestling also has to be good, right? Like it doesn't necessarily have to be like the creme de la creme five star indie classic wrestling, but it can't just be some like subpar day two guy doing it, doing great comedy, but mid wrestling stuff. Cause like, it's hard, man. Orange mm-hmm. Cassidy, like doing it, like kipping up onto your feet, like Shawn Michaels with your hands is not easy. So like Sean Michaels is here and he knows like, <laughs> like doing the kip up is not easy. Mm-hmm. Right. So doing it with your hands in your pocket Oh That's fucking hard. His core is just solid, rock solid. Like, it's one full ab. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's yeah, no, like it, it takes work to do that, right? Because like mm-hmm. you got to be, you have to one, you have to know timing and wrestling, right? Because like you're not trying to like murder a human being, right? Like, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you also have to have comedy timing because like if you fuck that up, a joke's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened a lot with Chikara is the comedy was great, but the wrestling was it the wrestling wasn't there for a lot of the guys. There were there's a lot of really good wrestling that goes on in that, but some of it you'd have these fantastic comedy spots, most hilarious things, and then the move would make everything fall flat. It just didn't seem believable. And with like OC and Pac and even to a lesser extent, like Danhausen, people like that. It's enough to where they'll put, or when they put Danhausen with Hook, Hook makes Danhausen's comedy believable in a wrestling sense. So that's, yeah, comedy has the biggest spot in wrestling because it's the easiest way to lighten the mood, especially after like a serious visceral match. I mean, that was like some of my favorite wrestling stuff happened to be comedy bits in PWG. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're just hilarious and the athleticism that it requires to do what they were doing for comedy was just great. But the one comedy thing that I really enjoyed was the last show we went to. And there's one name that stuck with me that I still will say. Say it, Tony. Tiger! The great Tiger! Tiger! So, so, like, see, I'm sad because, like, that's not a comedy bit. Right, no. like, like that is a superhero ninja tiger person that, like, just all right, like, I don't know, right? This is some fu lore, right? Like, that guy, like, he's been around for hundreds of years, and like the old animes, right, where you see shit like that, that's it's just based on him kicking ass, taking names. That's oh. all, yeah, no, like, that's completely real, like. It's as real as Bigfoot, the Jersey Devil, Snooky, like all of those things. Like his match with the Duck Duck Goose bit got me the most in that match. The Duck Duck clothesline oh. and then Goose, that fucking shit broke me. That was like, that was a comical masterpiece in like indie wrestling, right? And like mm-hmm. you guys were at the show. There was a, there was a lot of hard hitting shit. No. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Looky from the Jersey Shore. See, he's, like he's that just validates man. that the Great Tiger is real because they know who the <laughs> Snooky is. Like, that's all I'm saying. 
but like yeah no we totally followed so like you guys were there it was a hard-hitting fast-paced mm -hmm. crazy-ass oh. show and then the co-main event was a comedy classic with duck duck goose oh, and my. just and just everything like it was that i was, don't know you get everything you get you get the entire world of wrestling for 20 to 25 dollars depending on if you message the for us wrestling before the show i was we were messaging our group chat like hey guys don't make any plans october 28th we're booked we're going to this thing i do not care like no right. one is like i think his wife was trying to plan a halloween party and we're like make sure it's not the 28th make sure well, it's not the 28th we're having a costume contest and i will i will plug this about our show because it's we're the only show that has it and, like, I think every show needs to figure this out and get it. The waitresses will bring you alcohol and food to you. For normal bar pricing. So yeah, no, like it's, it's not like you're getting charged at Arbor Lake more. No, it's just they're like, yo, don't get up. We'll bring it to you. Hell yeah. You can, you can get a good wrestling show and fucking drunk off your ass for about 50 bucks. Bro, they can get you shit like like real talk. If you don't like, if you're not like somebody who drinks drinks, you can get shit faced for like seven dollars. Mm -hmm. Like one drink comes in like a giant. I, I don't know if that's just for our show days or if Renegades just serves you. In Renegades a I was gonna say, Clint, you can speak to this. I is that just how they serve? Yeah, like, I've been drunk in that bar many of nights doing karaoke, and that that is how they bring them all times. Okay, so yeah, they just get you fucked up. Yes, $7 Trevor over here. Man, like I used to go when it was Rockstars. Like I used to, I love oh, the place man. now. But like when it was Rockstars, that was like my joint because I was younger. Oh, got the hiccups. I was younger. Like I was into the karaoke thing. They had fake guitars and like they had a trivia night thing with like music and name that tune shit. And it was cool. No, because uh, I used to go there when it was rock stars too because i love comedy and everything and i feel when you go to those places like a sad country bar you're gonna get every motherfucker singing out of key it's just like it's too late to apologize brian you asshole like that shit that's the shit you're gonna get so i go somebody told me that you <laughs> yeah like that you're gonna get them sad motherfuckers singing. so i go up there and i sing fucker gently to put some energy back in the room Dog, I was at uh, it's uh, what the fuck is it? Uh, is it Chatters? It's one of the bars like in that area. Oh yeah, that's, that's literally four hundred feet. Then it, it, it smelled like crabs. Like I think it was Chatters. It was a Sunday night, right? And it was pretty hype. Karaoke's mm -hmm. going on. Like the energy's high. Definitely, like a lot of like fucking is going to be happening, mm -hmm. right? Like the vibes hot. WAP just played, right? Like mm -hmm. they stopped singing for WAP, so they could have like a. Like a shots and horny break. Like, yeah. All right. Good, good karaoke DJ until he put on the next singer. Like, the vibe's hot, man. Like, like they need a mop. Wet floor signs out. Here you go. <laughs> and then they let this chick come up and, like, like, man, you could just tell from her, like, she's, she's dressed in goth gear, right? Which, like, I'm not judging goths. I know a lot of goths. It's really cool when the goth goes up and then they sing Snoop Dogg, right? Or something cool, right? No. This bitch had something to prove. She was here to prove to all of us that she should have probably got a ticket the five times she auditioned for American Idol. Because this chick goes up, 
cannot read a room, like must have left her glasses because this motherfucker goes and sings the dying dog song. Right? The, the Sarah McLaughlin? Yes! The just boom, the whole oh. moves head. Like you can just they're leaving in droves. It's the greatest thing ever. And she is so proud of herself. Like, she killed it. Oh, my God. Could you imagine somebody trying to throw it back on you to, to that song, though? Ooh, this song, let me let me just... Uh. Tony, do you remember that time we were at the VU and that chick stripped in consecutive songs? She stripped to Aerials by System of a Down. And then I want to say it was Ludacris, Get Back. And it was just one of those things where you're throwing up. You're just like, she comes up, alternative looking chick, and you're like, you're like, okay, yeah, no problem. And I think it was get back was first, and you're like, okay, it makes sense. Reading the room, everything, and then Ariel starts playing. You're like, is this really where we go from here? I see. I love those nights, right? Because like you get to learn a lot about the girl you're watching strip for your dollars, right? Because like those are the nights you know they're picking the music. And it, it's the best. Like, like we were, fuck, man. This was like I was nineteen. We're at uh the VU because we're nineteen, and yeah. you can't drink booze there, so you can go there. And like, I, it was one of those nights where like it's just a slow night, but like people wanted to go see uh boobs, and I was like, all right, let's go see boobs. And like, okay. God, it was something. It was something like so not on the radio. That just came on, and we're like we were sitting front row because we're. I think there's maybe three other people in the building besides our group of five, and I was like just out. I thought I was quiet. I was just like, man, that's a damn good song. <laughs> just, from the stage, she just like, oh, thank you. And I'm just Ethan, like, oh, I'm yeah. going to say this before you. So I what I used to go to the VU a lot. I was a depraved teenager. I'd go across the street to Tom's, grab myself some beer, drink it in the VU parking lot, walk past the bus stop, go in the VU. But they used to do theme nights. Every Thanksgiving, they had Thanksgiving wrestling where they yes, would have potatoes and gravy mashed potatoes and gravy on the stage in a kiddie pool and they would wrestle. It was Tony's mic is gone. Yeah, it uh, died. His mic died. Yeah, so to Tony and I are sitting front. We come in. We didn't even know. We knew that that was going on. And the lady's like, oh, yeah, go ahead and sit right here. Sits us <laughs> front stage. Just have and we are just, by the end of the night, we're covered head to toe. And just instant mashed potatoes and gravy. And they're, like, giving us hoodies. Like, we're just going to take change out of them. Tony's just wiping himself off with a brand new hoodie and leaves it on the table. <laughs> You guys, do you guys do fantasy football at all? Yes, unfortunately, okay. he, okay. Hates, he hates it. But I fucking hate a, it. I'm in a league, right? I'm in two leagues right now, right? Like they're all, they're both wrestling leagues, so like it fits the interview kind of. So like, uh, I have uh, in one of them, I have who I who I picked up because I, we're in. It's like a 16 man league, so it's stupid. So like, mm -hmm. I have people I've never heard of, like like. I only care about them because they're on my team, right? Right. Type shit. But like this T Hill guy. He's on my Tyree team. Hill. Oh my God. Like he's a tight end, right? 
Oh, oh, Taysom Hill. Oh, yes. No. He's okay, a tight he's end, a, but he plays quarterback. Yes. So it's bullshit. <laughs> but in every league I'm in, he's an eligible tight end. <laughs> so uh, I got to just tell this story about strip club because I've only ever been. Sorry. I don't like I don't like strip clubs. They, I'm an awkward dude. Uh, so I was there and I had my fucking sunglasses on my head. Stripper walks up and just grabs them off my head. And I'm just like, what? what? Can I have my glasses back? She's like, I broke my glasses and I need some for my dance. And these look cute. I was like, where are your glasses? Just bring them to me. She brought them to me. I fixed them. And then she puts them out. She's like, oh, my God, thank you so much. Do you want a free dance? And before, I couldn't have said no any quicker. This chick had a nose bigger than Triple H's. My oh, oh God. No. I was, I, I was like, no, thank you, please. No, I'm good. I'll watch you on the stage. Thanks. Nope, I, I know her. Yeah, but, uh, this is... like, I have her home address. No. <laughs> God damn it. Actually, she's it's actually a the... great person. She's head of the she, PTA. All right. She, she, dare you. She, she's actually a really cool person. See? <laughs> I'm awkward as fuck, and I didn't feel like, you know, getting poked in the eye with a nose. I'm sorry. I got one, uh, I got one last stripper story, and it was the... Here, oh, Ethan, tell them, tell them about this. And how you've never held it. We had we went with our buddy one time, and he was always uh, one of the like smooth talkers, but he never wanted to cash out any money. So she took his hat. So one of the one of the dancers took his hat one time, and uh, she was walking away with it. And I've never seen somebody move quicker to snatch their hat back. And Mark Mark just grabbed it, and he's like, "I gotta go, guys!" And puts his hat on and just walks out. And we're like, "Well, what the hell?" She comes back to the table. She goes, "Do you guys want any dances?" And Tony was the driver, and Tony's like. So Mark's standing outside. It's like 30 degrees outside. He has no coat on. And he's like, where's Tony? And I was like, he's getting a dance with the chick you just, uh, you know, you know, offended or whatever. He's like, I don't care. That was gross. And I was like, I don't care. Club, which wasn't hard, Cl- but still. But Clinton, I do question, why are you holding my title? I'm holding the 2020 championship. Oh, I was about to say, and not I the 21. Then, and I've got the silver medal from last year. Hey, hey, Ethan, how much football do I watch? Uh, zero, unless you come over to my house and hang out on a Sunday morning. Hey, Ethan, who do I draft in the first round of every league? A kicker. Damn. Every year. I always every finish year. first or second. He drafted, well, he drafted right. Harrison Butker this year, and then he dropped him after he got injured. So he doesn't even so have like, a first-round pick. The thing I've discovered with fantasy football, right? Like, Because like I've been doing fantasy football for – I'm more of a fantasy football fan than I am a football fan. Like if that makes sense, right? The like league. the league I, is like, the reason totally. I play fantasy football. I only watch football I because of fantasy. If I'm not playing fantasy, like the past two years I haven't played, mm-hmm. I don't watch football. Like I don't care. There's like, oh yay, go lions. Like mm-hmm. I'm a realist though. I, I've I've lived here my whole life. We're not winning, so there's there's really nothing to care about in football, right? No. So, but fantasy's great. Like the Buffalo Josh Allen's are really strong. Like that, I picked him up fourth round. Like you're not supposed to do that, according to people who don't win fantasy football. But, <laughs> but like Josh Allen, consistent. Like the lowest he scored is I think like 35 points this year in a mm-hmm. game. Like, yeah, no, that guy's yeah. ridiculous. You just keep him on because Josh Allen is a fucking beast. He's like, and he, I love how he just looks like a normal dude, and then he's just like the Hulk. Like, I'm just gonna run a foot. 
He runs like oh. it's like Big Ben Roethlisberger, but like good, like really hey, good. Doesn't look like he's running through molasses constantly. Yeah, no, he like he's trying to like. It looks. I, I don't know. I like him. I'm a fan. When I win my fantasy league this year because of him, I'm gonna have his jersey because he's fantastic. It's what I do. And he's young right. enough that you can have the jersey and not. It's not bad for years. Yeah, no. It's not like he's retiring next year. Like, there's no way Buffalo is gonna get. If you get a cow that like utters out money, why would you get rid of that? That makes right. no sense. Right. None at all. By the way, if anyone in the chat has any questions, please put them in there. Because, like, fuck, we're, we're having fun here. But we're also about you guys. We're here to bring you entertainment. That's why we brought the golden entertainment down there, the 24-carat lion. Man, also, like, Tom Brady, like, he was so good last year and down. Mm-hmm. Like, what mm-hmm. happened? That's, like, uh, uh, father time, old age, whatever it is. I got a, I got a question. Not that this deviates from football back to wrestling. So, how what brought Fu about? What is the history of Fu? It's just a company for us, man. Like that's like that's what the Fu stands for. Like it's it's a funny fuck you joke, right? Like right, Fu, right. haha. Mm-hmm. But it's like for us, like for the wrestlers, for the fans, for the refs, for anybody and everybody involved in it. At it a part of it like it's like i because we're big fit we 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 love just campy not even campy we love the we love the campy bits we love the very professional bits the everything that there is about indie wrestling because that's when you really feel what a person is there's a lot of emotion in it there's not somebody writing for these for the workers there's no they're doing most of their stuff on their own maybe somebody's throwing an idea here and there they're bouncing stuff off it's really it's a collective group so it's impressive when you see a group of guys, gals, everybody that is putting a cohesive show together and having an absolute blast with it. From everything that I've seen, because unfortunately I wasn't there at the last event, these guys have raved just flying colors about the show. So I'm very excited to be there. It's like it's it's an experience. Like we're when like you talk to somebody who's like been there, like been to a few of them. Like the the big thing we get is it's a vibe. Mm-hmm. Right. And like, you don't get that ex- like as an explanation for a lot of things mm-hmm. and like, especially wrestling, right? Like, no, it's a vibe. Like that's a good thing. Right. Like uh, you look at the West coast. Uh, there's two, there's two companies out there that are vibes, right? Uh, Hood slam pro wrestling gorilla yeah. mm-hmm. vibes. You got any, and right. I- uh, we watch. I watch a lot of IWTV. I don't know about the other guys here. I watch a lot of like AIW and, and BLP, so I, I get some exposure with that stuff. And uh, that's that's kind of the level that I like. And from what I get is that's that's where Fu is at. And so I'm excited. Like I said, I'm just I'm flat out excited for it. This is going to be a great time. It's a great time of year. It's right around Halloween. I I, I can't think of any better thing to do on a Friday night. I would play the clip I have of uh, Jeremiah down there from the show, but I'm pretty sure we would get DMCA'd because it has Call Me By Your Name on it. So I've got a... Is that... Which one's this? It, oh, that's the one where I made him break. Let me see. I know I got that video here. I'm sorry I interrupted. No, you're oh, fine. You're no. 
There so it what is, is so putting it now and, and earlier you you said you know sorry to plug something no by all means plug away like everything that's like everything that you want plugging is great like it's it's the best but like no like it's so like so like a lot of shows right like like i'm not gonna like a hundred percent like explain how the business works right but like so like like the bigger companies right like your tv shows your wwe's and stuff right there's people writing a story yeah. And essentially, like an indie show, right? Like, I don't know. You have you have somebody who generates the direction of the thing, right? Right. Like you gotta like somebody has to take the reins, or else it's chaos, right? Like, yeah. It's just just how it goes. But like, f you, like, other than like getting a building and doing some like legal paperwork type shit, it's yo here's the things tell your story I, I i can't do i couldn't book like a who like uh we have facade coming right like uh the neon ninja mm-hmm. he's been around the indie scene forever if you haven't seen him look him up he does all of the flippies like mm-hmm. and he does them the bestest the bestest like, of flippies the bestest of the flippies but, like, was, i can't tell somebody like facade how to do facade, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Just like somebody couldn't be like, this is how Jeremiah Goldman should be, because it's it's not. Only I know how that should be, because I'm that guy, and only facade knows how to do the flippies like facade, because he's facade. So, so I, I, give me one second, Ethan, before you oh, go yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I've got a clip from the last show we went to. Uh, it features Adam Wick, who is fighting for the title against Mark Ross on the 28th, which that match should be fucking mint. Here you go. Oh, that match, I love how it just, What was that? I was saying, I was just going to commentate on the, the story of it. Like, that shit just came together. Like, mm-hmm. that was cool. Let me play this clip. <laughs> 60 seconds. Because everybody was well, like so, like if you listen to the background, I think you can hear me screaming at first. TV, because mm-hmm. like I'm in charge of that insurance. <laughs> TV, TV, no, not the TV. And then of course the FU fans are like TV because they think it's funny and yeah, wrestling. So my buddy who doesn't really watch wrestling, but I'm trying to get to come to the show. He's coming to the show for one reason, and I have to point him out in the video. But it's the dude shirtless and just the leather vest. Oh my god, that's that's uh, Uncle Ned. He was just like, I saw that, and he was like, that is a wrestling fan. 
he just saw him and he was a nap. He's like, do you have any more videos of the guy in the vest? And I sent him your entrance where you like brushed by him and he kind of swooned. He was like, that guy is a fucking entertainer. I was like, Jeremiah's great. He's like, no, the dude no, in the that, vest. Yeah, no, fuck me, <laughs> Uncle Ned. So fun fact about Uncle Ned, you see all those amazing paintings like at my show and at Horror mm-hmm. Slam. Yeah. That crazy dude does that. He does those? Bro, he can do one of those, like, if you just show him a picture in, like, mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Like, just a hand-painted piece of fucking art in 30 minutes. Like, yeah, no, he charges, like, 20 bucks for that shit. And I'm just like, you understand, like, that's way not enough money for, like, what you're doing. It's like, no, nah, man, no. Nah. And I'm like, all right, Picasso. <laughs> Some guys but, like, are- like I have two of them in my room that like I stare at because I, like, I don't know they're they're really good and like I look good. It's narcissism. It happens. No, but but yeah, no. Like thirty seconds, this guy just whips these things out. Like so, not only is he a crazy psychopath with gusset plates on his uh, shoulder pads, mm-hmm. but he's an artist. He has a tender side. Ethan, I might have to talk to him about our about something. Yeah, you should. Inter- you should interview him is what you should do because that guy is just a riot. I'll interview person. anyone. How I'll how can anybody in a biker vest with gusset plates and like nails on it not be a ratings boost? Oh no, I, at any time. That's that's that was my reason I had I had the big question about like how F you came about because I'm and I'm gonna I'm gonna like you can sound a siren, whatever it is. So I know some guys from like CCW and, and places like that. Um it's a very different show as compared to what FU's got. And it's not a bad thing that it's different, but you got you have such a unique brand for the area that it's it's hard to look away from it. You know, it's I, there's a, I feel like there's a lot of people, and this isn't a bad thing. Want to believe that they're bigger than they are? They're Amy. They have a really high goal, and I feel like your goal is fun. Like it's the first two letters of it. Everything is in there. It's fun. It. it it, that's just awesome. Like that's awesome. You're you're out there. The exposure will bring itself if the product is good. And We're not like a, like we. I don't know. There's like I, I'm a I'm a realist, right? Like I, I live in the realities. We can't like I can't put on a show bigger than what I can put on, right? Like a big thing. Everybody goes is like, bro, when are you gonna get to a bigger venue, right? And I'm like, when we sell that bitch out, packed three in a row, right? Because mm-hmm. first time's a fluke, second time's uh, three times is oh shit, we need a new venue. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like fuck, dude, who who wouldn't want to be doing a Harpo show, right? Right. Like, right? like you know what I mean? But like if you're not packing it, that's that's a lot of money off rip just to get a building. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. You know what you I heard mean? It right like, here, GCW, Jeremiah Goldman's coming for you. No, no, like, <laughs> no, 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 You're a fucking like, idiot. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I know, never, I know. Never. I love those guys. They have an amazing product. They have a top indie product. Like, they're about to not be an indie. That's how good their product is because, like, they've figured out they've mashed indie and the not indie world through amazing storylines and just good good booking like if you're we're gonna be real you know what i mean no no never but like bro i'd love to do the fox theater who the fuck's done wrestling at the fox theater and they got nothing going on 
Like, yeah. but like, you got to get there first. And like, right. our way of getting there is just by doing what we do. Put it on a fun fucking show, getting drunk, smoking weed in the parking lot with Darren McCarty and like, partying. Best, yeah. fucking best moment of my life was just walking up to him and go like, sir, I want you to know that I had your plaque in my basement as a child and I love you and you're like the cool... <laughs> And him just being like, oh, thanks, man, and everything. He's like, you want to smoke weed with me? I was like, Darren McCarty, that is the dumbest question you've ever asked a human being in your life. Of course I do. I'm not going to mention. Okay, so there's another instance where Clint was smoking weed with somebody in the parking lot. I'm not going to mention one person. The other person happens to currently be an NXT superstar. The funny thing was leading up to this event. So we went to the Diamondback for an Impact event uh, pre-pandemic. Fuck yeah. We're standing outside and we're at the front of the line. And this was shortly after, was this two years after I was out of school? Yeah. It was like two years after I was out of school. And I literally see the trainer walk past and I see two people and I've got my sunglasses on, my head pulled down and my hood up. And I look like a fucking narc. I'm fine with that photo because you look like a fuck. Like you look, <laughs> so hey, I look like where's that. the marijuana at is what you look like. <laughs> I wear that. And I was like, that's a cool man. We'll get inside. We'll blend in. They sit us down because they kind of like they they were like, oh, yeah, you guys can go down on onto the main floor. And I was like thinking, oh, yeah, no problem. No, we won't have any issue. We're the first two fucking seats camera side <laughs> right at the entrance ramp. And I'm sitting there going, if, if fucking truth sees me, he knows it's fucking me. So uh, I'm done for. I'm never coming to anything. I got again. it. I got it. Because this, this photo means a lot to me because I got to pick Sammy Callahan up while holding a beer. And there's fucking Narcass right behind me. <laughs> That's oh man, the, like I looked at his wife when we got home. I was like, I'm never taking him to a wrestling <laughs> show again. Like I, like I thought only blind people had access to those glasses. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, a senior citizens. Yeah, like they were like they were like the like when you get your eyes dilated and like you don't want any light because like oh <laughs> man, Bret Hart. That's it. <laughs> I, I punched some old guy in the parking lot. It was nighttime. He had no idea. <laughs> Hold on. I got a better image. I didn't know I had this one. Which one's this one? I'm uh, intrigued. Fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Abe Lincoln? <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. You look like you're not allowed within 500 feet of a school or a Chuck E. Cheese. <sighs> well, I am <laughs> for what it's worth. Not that I want to be within 500 feet of a Chuck and Cheese. Hey, Opie, I love you. Hmm. You have chocolate bars. I want some chocolate. I'm high yeah. as fuck right now. But like, spe- speaking of it, that's one of the that's some of the most fun we've had at a wrestling event. And uh, to be honest, it wasn't a good show, but it was fun because we got to see people that normally aren't on television put their all into the match. Well, I think the main event was like Rhino versus who was the it, it was Rhino versus Sammy Callahan. Look, let me that, tell you oh what. Yeah. Anytime that it's Brian Cage versus Michael Elgin on a card, I'm just I checked out mentally in that match. It's not my type of wrestling. I, I'm just uh, not it, there. For it, it was funny how we were almost got sent out of the arena to go buy famous bulls. Yeah, we did. We almost I, did. I chirped fucking Ace Austin because we didn't like him at the time. And fucking, what's his name? His name, uh, he went, he's in NXT right now. He was a part of MSK. Wesley, Wesley, Wesley is his name now. But 
he heard us. I was like, hey, hey, Austin, have your mother add some more money to my card so I can get some more KFC. And then fucking Wesley goes like, hold on. I haven't had a famous bowl in for breaks match to go. I have not had a famous bowl in forever. Can you guys go get me one? <laughs> I don't think I ever heard that. <laughs> we're dude. We're we're literally like four miles away from the nearest KFC down Rawsonville. Mm-hmm. We have there's a Wendy's KFC on the way to Diamondback. Not Wendy's KFC. Taco Bell KFC. Oh, I I forgot Impact was actually a show. I just see yeah, highlights from it. Oh, so good. No, man. I, like, I love Impact. Like, I don't know. I've been an Impact Josh Alexander fan is a phenomenal champion. For, like, ever. Like, so, like, they're, they're a company, like, that, like, does a lot of just throws ideas at the wall type shit, right? And, like, mm-hmm. gives it a moment. It's not just, like, oh, this ain't taking off. Let's, let's throw it away. Because, like, not all great ideas are instant fire. Like... How many of your favorite shows you have to go? No, no, no! You got to get the episode three, and then it's, it's like the yeah. best, right? That's why I have. That's why I have my three episode rule. If it doesn't catch yeah, so, by the third episode, I'm out. And like they, 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 they give shit time. Way. Like it's, I don't know. I like it, they, and they have a lot of up and coming talent. Shout out Shogun, uh, Jason Hotch, Jack yeah. Price, the Gut Check Boys, as I think Impact's calling them on TV, like. They're amazing. There's an FU yeah. match you can find on YouTube. Jason Hotch versus Jack Price. Like, it's it's probably match of the year in the state of Michigan. Like, it, it was phenomenal. Like, it involves The Rock and Randy Orton. So it makes sense if you watch it. And, like, there, there's a smoke break in the match. <laughs> it has everything you want in wrestling. Well, it, it's it's not like that it's bad wrestling or whatnot. It's it's just that I forget that they have a TV deal. Well, yeah, who has access TV? Right. Like uh, I do. My roommate told me when I moved in, I pay for all the channels. I <laughs> when I got my cable, I specifically got access to make sure I got like I have AT and T because I wanted access to watch Impact, but that's it's neither here or there. I don't see that as a problem. I love the Impact Women's Division. No, but like my whole thing about wrestling is there's not enough people going to indie shows. People just kind of stick to the two big ones, the AEW and the WWE. And that's unfortunate because I feel like people aren't getting more culture when it comes to the wrestling. If it's not one of those two shows, they just don't give a shit. They don't know it exists. Like, so like, I can't even lie, right? Like, like I've been doing the indie scene like four, five years. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I'm high. Like I think four, <laughs> but like I didn't know much about the indies though. Like to me, the indies were Ring of Honor and stuff like that, right? Like, mm-hmm. and that's not really the indies. Like it is, but it isn't, right? Like. Mm-hmm. So like the like I didn't know wrestling was happening right around the corner, right? Like if I would have known that in high school, the shit, man, I probably would have started way young. You know what I mean? Like, right? Like I didn't really know much about indie wrestling until Evolve really got into the mainstream around 2016 in PWG. My friend I worked at Best Buy with, he gave me a couple PWG tapes, and he was just like, "Watch these; these are great." And that was my first experience with people like pete dunn and ricochet and the young bucks that was my first experience was the young bucks was mount rushmore man yeah mount rushmore was great mount like 
uh, fucking my favorite PWG match of all time will still be when Candice LeRae beat the Young Bucks in a two-on-one guerrilla warfare match. Won the tag titles all by herself. I have no idea how she did it. She was one badass chick. Because she's a badass mother... Every- you can uh, you can find that uh, Jack Price Jason Hotch video on our uh, Twitter feed right now. Yes, it's thank really you. good. Like it was well, amazing. I mean, you know what, man? Any place that isn't running arena shows, they were running the Knights of Columbus Hall. That place holds two hundred people. That's an indie. Just because they were able to get more exp- like exp- exposure online and shit doesn't make them any less indie than that. They're still fucking playing to two hundred people and struggling to sell out those shows. To the point where they're getting people like Walter versus Timothy Thatcher for their main events. Which fucked. Fucked real big meaty men slapping meat. I, got, I, have, yeah. two, I have two questions, but they kind of they kind of fall into each other a little bit. So what was your inspiration to get into wrestling? What what inspired what inspired Jeremiah to enter wrestling? I've loved wrestling since I was like a wee tyke. Like my mom got me into it, like my like earliest memory memories is uh the Lex Brett like double a limb Royal Rumble. Like she's with some dude doing whorish things. I'm watching wrestling tape from Blockbuster because like, yeah, it's her weekend with me. Woo. Mm-hmm. And like I'm like wrestling, this is amazing. And then like then I got into it on my own. It's the Monday Night Wars. I'm a WCW guy at this point because, like, the cruiserweights, because I'm little, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. these guys are, like, my size kind of on TV. <laughs> yeah, we can do it. And then Chris Jericho happened. Like, it was, like, a Saturday night, main, not main event, but the Saturday night WCW show. Mm-hmm. He beat some dude with a drop kick off the top rope. And I'm like, this guy's amazing. And then he just started doing character work. And, like, he was beating all the other cruiserweights and taking their stuff. Like, and then he was taking masks, and then he was picking on Dean Malenko. And I'm like, this guy is amazing. Like, he's not as good as Dean Malenko, right? Mm-hmm. But he's but he's better than Dean Malenko. <laughs> and he's telling me he's better, so he must be better. And, like, that's when I learned about ego, too. And, like, developed probably a lot of me. I was like, you don't got to be the best. You just can tell people you're the best, and eventually you're the best. So, like, just so how like, it works. You bring up Dean Malenko. Dean Malenko was my favorite growing up. I loved his technical wrestling shit. He was fantastic. Like, he, he made technical wrestling. Edit, like, so, like, the American audience has never super been huge on, like, the technical wrestling, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, it we're, we're an entertainment-based wrestling, if you, like, were to judge the wrestlings of the world, right? Like Lucha mm-hmm. is fast paced, uh, high flying, integral movements. It's like, like a dance, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. European style is submissions with cool counters, but it's like wrestling. And it's also gritty, like strong style. And then Japanese is just hard hitting raw. You know what I mean? Like, but we're entertainment. We're we're a spectacle. It's a show. That's what the U.S. wrestling style is. It's larger than life. It's Godzilla versus King Kong with RoboCop. Like, 
Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember where I was going, but yeah, no, Russell. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, this this year, Dean Malenko, uh, he got oh, shouted Dean. out. Yeah. Dean was fucking fantastic because like he did the technical, but like he was able to do it in a way that he could get the American audience for like fifteen minutes to be like, "Whoa, the man is like a thousand holes, man." He is. Like, and, like his placement on the card, right? Like, because like around that time, it's WCW, the NWO's huge, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not doing wrestling; they're doing American wrestling. It's all entertainment. It's two sweets beating up people and shit. So, like, he's the only fifteen minutes you're getting a week of like kick-ass wrestling. But he was top-notch with it. If he wasn't top-notch, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah, I love said- Canadian Dean Malenko, Lance Storm. You said Jericho, and the first moment where I can really pin down that I fell in love with wrestling, it was that moment when Hooventude jumped out of the Battle Royal and Dean Malenko was there all geared up, and Jericho's coming out to do the Cruiserweight title match with the winner of that Battle Royal, and it's fucking Dean Malenko. He unmasked. That crowd comes unglued after all the shit-talking Jericho did for two months, and he wins the bet. It was perfect. So good. So good. One of the greatest stories of Dean's, like, career. He had a moment this year where it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, fuck. He's married to Jordan Grace. Jonathan Jonathan Good. Jonathan Gresham. He had that moment where he was like, I don't want to lose to anyone beneath me in the PWI top 10. And then someone commented, he was just like, Dean Malenko was number one in 1997 and was cruiserweight champion. And then Dean responded with, fuck, I was number one? I don't pay attention to that shit. <laughs> and I was like, that's why I love Dean. He didn't get, he just wanted to go out there and be the best every single week. Him, I know it's taboo to bring him up, but Benoit back in the day, at just those guys, the Jerichos, the fucking Mysterios, the Guerreros, the Hooventudes, Psychosis, all those guys, they were the best 15 minutes of TV each and every week. What is one match? Like, so we we do a lot of offering of suggestions for our crowd to watch because we have people that watch us just uh, like Taylor, um, people like that. They watch us because we're, I don't know, they like us or something. I guess um, we're fun. Yeah, something like that. And so we like to offer suggestions for people to watch matches. What is a match that you would recommend to somebody? Oh, man, that's like... Well, so like, what what's the premise, right? Like, am I trying to get them to like be a fan forever? Am I trying to get them to laugh? Like, what you know? Because there's so much wrestling. What is a match that would that would make somebody understand the twenty four karat lion better? Oh man, that's the fuck, man. And it could be one of your own. That's that's the cool thing about it. Ooh, like stump. This is fantastic. Well, no, I, that's that's a good question. I've never been asked that. Like, it's usually who got you in, uh, who are your inspirations. That's a that's a good question, man. A match that could get you to understand my style, like me, uh, the Andy, the man. So, like the Andy Kaufman run. Oh God! Yes. All right, like yes. that is probably one of the biggest inspirations for just me and wrestling like because like this this run was fantastic because it wasn't just at a show it 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 surpassed that you mm-hmm. know what i mean like people thought these two hated each other and we're gonna kill each other jerry the king lawler 
by the way, if you're wondering who I'm talking about, and the great late Andy Kaufman. Like, yes, the, the real one, the the man on the moon guy, the act. I know you guys know, but people at oh, home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not like, no, it's so like Andy decides that I'm done being an actor, right? Or I'm not done, but I can do more because I'm Andy Kaufman and fuck you. I just snorted a line of cocaine. I'm amazing. And just decides I'm going to be the greatest wrestler of all time. But mm-hmm. because Andy is such a good human being, right, and a feminist, if you will, before his time, he's only competing against women, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And like, and like some of the women, like it, it, it's one of the greatest rides, right? Because like he's beating woman after woman. Mm-hmm. Like some of them are like your big Bertha women. Some of them are tiny. It, it's all shapes and sizes of women, right? But he's beating them. He's getting his butt kicked, and then he's he's cheating to win, if you will. Like that's what some would say. I'm not some, but some would say that. And like, finally, like around like I think it's like win fifty. This starts going to my man's head, mm-hmm. and so now he thinks he's the greatest wrestler ever. Period. No asterisks for gender. We don't we don't need that now. And then Jerry the King Lawler hears this, and then it just becomes a thing. And <laughs> Jerry the King Lawler breaks his. Like, the best part of this whole thing is not even the wrestling. <laughs> like, they're live on, I think it was Letterman. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> like, uh, they just get like into it. Like, like uh, for real. But, like, Andy Cotton, right? entertainer one of the greatest wrestlers of his time like people around that era know that more than some of like the wrestling that was happening because that it transcended more than just one thing it it took over pop culture it's it's definitely a watch that was really the first thing to do that to move that past that niche market since since like the gotch days when wrestling was the market the the movie market wasn't there wrestling was I really bigger than the movies at that point. That was the next thing. So you had a 50, you know, a 55, 60 year gap in between things moving towards that. I Kaufman and Lawler have a lot, like as much as I'm not a huge fan of Jerry Lawler, there's a lot of credit to be said to what wrestling is today to that exact program. If you go down South, like, like everybody always says it and you don't believe it. Right. Like I've been down in like Tennessee, Kentucky, right. Lawler's, a god down there right like you go to carolina rick flair like in charlotte it's it's either you're you're one way or the other there's no middle ground with him they either you love him or you hate him right and if you hate him it's because you live somewhere thank you oh, uh you can you, you can do friends yeah friends is cool uh what was i gonna say like uh they either love or hate him right because if they love him it's because it's rick flair he he's famous and he represents us and if they hate him it's because like you go somewhere where he frequents and like he'll go to a five-star restaurant in gym clothes because he's rick <laughs> flair dog who cares it's a nature boy Woo! right and they'll be like he's such a jerk and it's like well no he's rick flair like he's got shit to do man i don't know yeah he's the limousine riding Jet flying, wheeling, de- wheeling. Oh wait, uh, son of wheeling. a gun. Yeah, wheeling, dealing, son of a gun. Profiling, jet flying, wheeling, dealing, jet kiss flying, stealing. kiss stealing, son of a gun. It's the. What is I'm it having called? a hard time keeping these gators down. 
I'm just going to say this for the record. The longest WWE ride, Hall- longest ride. The WWE Hall of Fame is a joke until Andy Kaufman is in it. That is it. Valid. And Jerry Andy has Kaufman. to. I know. <laughs> Jerry has to induct him. That, that yeah. has to be the thing. Like, there, for I understand WWE's reasonings for not putting China and the Hall of Fame separately. I get it. I get what they're trying to do. They're That's going to change, man. No, it's going to change. That's like, going to change. I see her being the woman inductee this this year. Like, I got into, a like, a weird thing. Like, I feel like a lot of indie guys do this where, like, for a bit you stop watching, like, the TV. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, man, like, I've been a fan of wrestling for, like, ever. And, like, it was getting bad there for the past couple of years, like, TV wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, it was getting rough. We know. And, like, we since know. Uh, the Vince stuff, and now we have the Triple H era mm-hmm. of wrestling, like... Like you didn't like you, I don't know I didn't think you'd be able to change a company in like two months, yeah. right? Like it's so a billion quick. dollar business, and how are you gonna do that in two months? But in like two months, the WWE is like it's watchable, it's really good. I I, I don't know, man. Like the Sami Zayn shit's amazing. Like the Jimmy and Jay, like the Us, like. Uh, the, the whole shit, the whole product's fantastic right now. I think it, I think a little, a lot of that on. is when you let people, and this is something that that your product does well. When you let people be themselves, when you give people the power, you end up with a better product. You're not trying to force them to be something they aren't. You're allowing the creative juices to flow. Like I see your character you're doing, and I love this character, right? And it's amazing. Now come to my company and let me completely change your character and be this thing and do this and act this way. And Rod, it's like, what, what the, why did you, what did you even like about me? Like what, what? Mm-hmm. Okay. It makes so, no sense. so I just read a comment on here and I'd like to bring that up. It's Reed saying NXT isn't fully there yet. NXT show this week. Awesome. Mint. So, like, my problem, right, like, with people who want to give, like, NXT, like, doo-doo, like, because I, like, yes, NXT, black and gold, like, the old black and gold was my amazing, favorite. right? My but, favorite. like, the problem is, is it got to that level because they started turning it into a TV show that was getting over, right? Like, the whole yeah. point of NXT is it's a developmental. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, supposed to be a competing third brand of this billion dollar company it's supposed to help get guys to get to those two brands of this billion dollar company yeah and it was kind of, it was kind of that like but right after it changed from fcw and they switched it over to nxt like you get big e with the the five count rule because it's big fucking e big e langston sorry he had a name then yeah yep. Right, like you got Tyler Black, like it, it, bro. It's I don't know. No, fucking NXT was a developmental product, and then it, it got so big, and like these guys were enjoying their contracts, where you know they had the freedom to do shit. They had to work five Saturdays a month, a year, and then record TV, and then they eventually had to do live TV every week. They were living the dream with that shit. Amazing, and I don't, and I don't blame any of them for just going like, "Hey, we want to bring up to the main roster." I'm good. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I don't blame it at all. Like it's. But, like, so for people to be mad at the, like, the NXT, right, like, it's, so, like, Vince got his hands into it, right, like, Mm -hmm. made it to 2.0, and 2.0, what, like, I wouldn't even say it was bad, it was different, 
right? And like, if you like the first two weeks of you changing my fries at Burger King, right? Like, even if I like the new fries, ah, change, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm not going to be happy, right? But like, after a minute, it, like I don't know, Braun Breaker's good. They got good people. They're developing them. Yeah. Like you obviously can't be like connected to somebody for five years if they've only existed for less than one. Right. You know what I mean? Like in most people like that's you get connections with guys cause you start watching them for years. Right. Like, and like with the Indies and all that, it, you, you watch them from their rookie days into the pro days and stuff like that. Like it's, People just got to quit hating and give it time, man. Braun Breaker is a star. That guy's fantastic. Like Ilya Dragunov should be the champion walking out of Saturday. Anyone besides JD McDonk, McDonk Google me was so good. That line fucking broke me so hard on Tuesday. I the have... women, bro. The women wrestlers down in NXT right now oh, are amazing. I'm, I was Jade about to mention great. that. Roxy yeah, Perez is a fucking star. Uh, the toxic attraction is oh. top tier. Uh, <laughs> Tony, Tony's gonna turn the camera off and go away uh, for a little bit. I, like, I, I, oh, I what is it? Uh, Nikita Lions, like, and yeah, there's like the oh, they're hot thing, but like they're amazing in the ring, though. They're actually really talented and like yeah. low key, like the future of like the women's wrestling if you will but like it's it's just wrestling like and they're good they got it they understand the character work they understand the in-ring like they're good they're they're good 20 20 we're gonna get another 15 to 20 years of roxanne perez and look at where she's at in her game right now she is fantastic and she is the future of the women's division and it's awesome to see we can't escape yeah. toxic attraction. We open fuck. I know you like we have YouTube series where we just keep opening packs of cards. We found the WWE select cards, so we've been opening those. We have fucking stacks on stacks of NXT cards. Speaking of which, we buy them at actually somebody that is involved with your group as well, A to Z Comics. Ah, uh, A to Z. A to Z is amazing. Yep, they go there for all our your packs. Blesses our go there for all your nerdy comical needs, pops, cards. Go there for your cards, man. We are pulling exclusive cards like fucking crazy from that place. JC Jane Auto. We got that fucking Walter one of one. I looked Love up it. how much it's going for. These one of ones are going for like three hundred fucking dollars. I know. We need to get. We're, we, we're going to find a way to get one yeah. of those hobby boxes. And who's your favorite yeah. WWE wrestler? Because we probably have them in this box. WWE wrestler, active right man. It's dog. It's probably Seth Rollins. Like he's also my pick actively for like best wrestler right now in the world. Just the yes. character, dude. I love the character it's, work of the Seth freaking. Oh. <laughs> The, the whole the whole thing is like the whole presentation's good. Like he hasn't been in a bad feud all year. Like you can the losses give him... don't hurt him. Hey, Mooch. again. The losses don't hurt him. You no, know how hard he... it is to maintain momentum and lose all the fucking time. He is. Is he, he a is heel? Amazing. Is he a face? I don't know. Like I, it's it's just South freaking Rollins, dog, and he's killing it. Like I'm a man who likes nice fashion. My man has good. Like bro, I don't know. Our He's friend loses his fucking mind every time he comes out to the ring. So Seth Rollins made a comment about uh, his feud with Cody Rhodes 
And he's like, you know, after Cody's injury and then working through his injury, it basically rose Seth Rollins up as a good worker, as somebody who's not going to injure you past anything. Like, he's a safe worker. That's what I was looking for. He's so good. Like, he's safe. He's top tier. He understands. He, He gets all of it, right? Like, so, like, the big thing that makes, like, the indies better than the the big leagues, right, if you will, is, like, we're more fan interactive, right? Because we can get out in the crowd with you. We can, like, we'll address you if you say something while we're talking, right? Like, we might stop whatever we were saying just to address you, right? Like, oh, you want to heckle? Cool. Let's make it about you, right? Yeah. He's the closest thing I feel like you get on television, to someone who like interacts like that. I have right, a like, for you. Right. I'm like he's not McIntyreing where he's oh that's hot. That jacket's that fire. Oh look dude. At that. He's got look at that jacket. Face. Right. Like it's not like a McIntyre one, two or three, two, one, right? Cliche. No, he, he just I don't know. He gets it. He's operating on another level right now. We're, I'm good, Moochie. How are you doing tonight, hon? He yeah, wants no. to know how everyone's doing. Fantastic. Um, Ant Man is. I'm really good. glad you came on. This has been a blast so far, man. I, I don't care. That. I have. A, I have a question before we roll into what our usually our podcast used to be about, which is AEW. Um, one guy that hasn't graced the presence of an FU ring. What's your target for an indie wrestler that hasn't? Uh, it could be up and coming. Could be legendary. You know, been around a while. Dog, there's like so like that's man. There's a lot. Right, like I like so like F you we're a little bit different. Some people that are on my like actual want list that I'll share because I don't think any other promoter will jack these ideas. Right? Like I want the Walmart guys. Uh the dude's name's yes. Lord the dude's name's Lord Adrian. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram. He actually wrestles too. He's a rapper and a wrestler, because of course he is. And he's amazing and like like, listen, people were mad that those guys got over, but like, I wasn't gonna do a Canadian destroyer in Walmart. <laughs> so every time I see those videos, I'm like, oh, like the dude who takes the code red every time. It's so good. Oh, it like, looks like it hurts so fucking bad. Like, so like that's that's a legit person I want to bring in because like he he's a real wrestler too. It's not like a a yarder. Like he's trained. Guy's trained. He's real. I feel like that would be some good entertainment. But like on some like more serious note stuff, like uh I want to bring in the uh the what is it the SAT from ROH. They okay. invented the Spanish fly. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> right, like some pioneers, like some people you haven't seen like in Michigan before. Cause like that's the thing too, right? Like we have a lot of wrestling in Michigan on the indie scene, like it's we're a blessed state, if you will. Like, there's a lot of promotions, and everybody's got to bring in people. You, you're not, like, you're not lying about that. You uh, about that. drugs bunny. If you don't know who that is, another person, look it up. Is he I like the love to bring in drugs bunny? That's a hood slam original. Okay. Can I can I bring up something? It's so, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna date myself on this. So five years ago, I went through wrestling school, right? It blew my knees out afterwards at a at a beer league hockey game because you know that's an intelligent thing to do. It amazes me that three of us made made it through that class. Three of us, 
And I'm like, it's not, and this is not to take anything away from it because it's a physically demanding thing, but there's a mental, there's like a mental wall that you have to break. I'm so amazed that there's not more people that do this it, on the level of like actual like thespian that you have to be to go through that is amazing. And there's so many, so many good actors out there that like with a little good, bit Mucci. of physical work, you can just, man, it, it's, there's so many people. There's so many people that I wish would have made it through. Don't and worry. Don't worry, brother. He's Ginger Val Kilmer. Oh, no. Well, this I, get, motherfucker. I get Tiger King all the time. I Like, I, I, I don't know. I like it. It don't bother me. Like, I, I have a I have a question for you because I asked you on Instagram. Can you throw this dick face in the rumble? Maybe. Maybe. It all like it's I got a. I still haven't actually done like what I was supposed to do and make validate everything on my list yet. Mm-hmm. But I'd be willing if to I ta- do I'd have an opening. Drew, I'd be willing to take a Drew Carey spot. If I do have an opening, what would your theme be? Like, are we talking like a theme song? Well, like, yeah. Like, you're, if you're entering a rumble, you got to have it's music. Maven's theme. Like, it's Maven's theme. One hundred percent. It's Maven's. Okay. That's our, that's our okay. show theme. Our show <laughs> theme okay. is Maven's. You can even put me on ring name, Jensen Collins. That's word. What, that's what it was. Who, like, who was in your class, by the way? So I don't know if anybody left. Oh, Isaiah Bronner. Oh man, that's a he's so good. He, I love that guy. I so I watched something and somebody goes, Oh, I don't think that hit was real. I can tell you for certain there's a set of lockers that are on the what would be the east side of the building. There's a set of lockers there. And the first day that we're we're taking shoot forearms, they're coming through. There's a kid next to me, Ali. He takes one. He made it through the class too. I wish I knew what he was doing. He gets hit. This kid flies out of the ring. I get hit. I kind of roll out of the ring. I'm like, I don't know, four or five, four or five inches taller than him, about 50 pounds on him. I feel like I just got hit by a truck. Isaiah takes this thing, and I'm talking full force from Paul Bowser. Straight up just rocks him with it. And he just goes, Yeah, what else you got? And I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Man, I like I pissed off Isaiah once, like. He was uh like it was back when like he was big in like Michigan like here more so, like two yeah. three years ago, and like I don't know I like to have fun so like I, I mocked him and DTA a little bit because like fuck it. Do you piss off Why DTA not? more or or him? No, I mocked all of them. Like <laughs> I, I I got a dude that kind of looked like all of them combined, mm-hmm. and like he knew all of their stuff. So like. We like I made a dude that was like it, it combined all their names and all of this and all their little like monikers, except we one upped them. So he was like the eight mile destroyer, the white diamond, uh, like, like all their names were all mixed up and mashed. Like he had one super cool name and like he knew all of their their stuffs because like he's watched them for like years <laughs> and it was great. <laughs> and they didn't think it was as funny as we did. And like they were not happy about it, and then oh, they 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 stormed a ring and assaulted me. And like Isaiah's scary when he's yelling at you. Also, just don't say the word bitch around him because I did not call him a bitch. I said he was acting like a bitch. And like that's a very like I need people to understand like, like that's a very big line. difference, right? Like no, like. Like, I would never call a guy who can, like, bench press a house a bitch, right? <laughs> but, like, sometimes you can act like a bitch. 
right? Like when you're crying, oh, you made fun of me, right? Like that's like get over it. Don't be a bitch. So we did it. We had a sprint that happened outside. They were like, we're going to go into the alley and sprint. And I was like, all right, bet. Let's do it. And the literal only thing I had was speed. And I was like, so I, I, I booked it and I beat him and I got to the end and he goes, the speed ain't going to help you inside the ropes. And I was like, yeah, you're probably right. I'm going to be, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I'm just going to keep running and hope you get tired, but I feel like your cardio is better than mine. I'm gonna get my ass kicked at some point, man. I ran away from him, right? Like I ran away and then like he chased me and I was good, right? Like that speed, speed is amazing. Like he's a liar. Speed is amazing until there's a wall. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when speed doesn't work. Right, like until there's a wall, you, you can run forever. Like it, it's fantastic. So he once there's a wall, though, and the only way back is like past them. You're, like he's really quick within oh, yeah. like a ten foot. Like he's got Explosive. he's got Megatron like span of length yeah. of arms. Like you can't get by him. The man is explosive. I, I think that's the best way to do it. So he used to do that running power slam that Braun Strowman did. I don't know if he still does it. So he did that. During he did that during like a like a, a practice match thing and I I it wasn't an intent thing but man when when you're just like the velocity that you hit with I was just I'm like just, uh, just pit me just, let's finish it off let's just we're good the whole thing the whole way that I actually found out about that school is uh, I worked uh, my day job at the time I worked with Jay Abrams. So that's that's how I found out about the school. That's how I ended up there. He was supposed to go with me, didn't happen, and it was just at the time his girlfriend was whatever. So, but yeah, that's no, it's he's a he hits like a Mack truck. He, like, bro, he can bench press like eight hundred pounds. Like, it's I don't like, 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 don't quote me on that. It, it might be off by like fifty. It might be eight fifty. <laughs> like, the dude's strong. Like for he real, back, he came back from an Achilles injury in like five and a half months. Something that keeps most people out for nine is fucking. Yeah, sick. no, like he's not normal. Like, but like in a good way, yeah. right? Impressive. It's built different. Built different. Built Kevin. different. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> built different. Mm. Fuck, this has been fun. This has been a lot of fun, guys. Clint, I'm gonna step out for a second. Step out for a second. Okay. Jeremiah, I've really appreciated having you on here. I oh, no like worries, we, man. Like We've eaten up a lot of your time. My apologies. Nah, it's only been like an hour, 26 minutes. There's a timer. I saw it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I always, I've been running this shit for like a year. I forget half the shit that's here. I do have, while Ethan's gone, we were talking about Coke earlier, and I made a mistake the other day in our group oh, chat. Because uh, someone said Tony Khan, like the typical shit, Tony Khan lo looks like he's booking on Coke, so Enjoy. Don't do this. We don't do video no, no. calls on Tuesday, Trevor. We do them on Thursday. Excuse me. We do them on Thursday, Trevor. That's why you got to join us live. Thursdays, 9 p.m. on UPN. That was a horrible idea. I was picking flour out of my fucking nose for hours. That Is UPN sucked. even around anymore? No, that's why we're on UPN. Okay. I, I so, got stoned one night and said that, and it's been one of our sign-off tags sent. I love it. That's amazing. UVN yeah. was great. Yeah, we're essentially oh. down to a clip show now because Ethan just says so much stupid shit that I just have to hit him with our clips. And I don't know. We just 
our like you were like I'm derailing. That's us every week. Everyone like sits in the chat and redeems points to get yeah. us more fucked up. Last week we were fighting about which flavor of Pop Tart was the best and what's better, Mike and Ike's or Hot Tamales. Mike and Ike's. Fuck, Fuck yes. everyone! Yeah. Fuck everyone! Yeah. Fuck you. I just went and refilled the Great Lakes. I feel great. Like that's like that's like legit. What was the other one? Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite Pop Tart flavor? Oh, like that, like uh, so, like if you're going like classic stuff, like it's got to be the cinnamon brown sugar, right? Fuck yeah! But like, if we're there, like, like if we're allowed to like modern oh, day, man. like that Fruit Loop <laughs> shit hits so hard. I, I hate everyone. I can't get anyone on my goddamn side. This is bullshit. I hope your I, fan keeps oscillating. Dude, like, I don't, what, what, what do, you, what do you think is the superior, Blueberry. like, Blueberry. what? With, with like with or without frosting frosting of course okay okay at least you're not a monster no like, i'm not a piece oh, of wow. shit why I, would I the pop tarts that are in my grandma's cabinet be the best one yes the yes yes mr cooper the the maple brown sugar ones yeah they're fired when you were just like yeah we could talk about fast food all day i was like i was sitting here telling ethan the other day at his house i was like we need to sit down and do a tier list ranking fast food franchises it's a question we ask everyone, but everyone's just going to be pissed off when I put Burger King in S tier because Burger King is fucking amazing. Well, it's like Taco Bell's like the like the one, right? Like, 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 even if like you don't like them, you like them. Like they don't you have, have to be drunk. They've mastered like five ingredients and like eight different presentations. Wendy's Taco chicken Bell nuggets is, are the best. Taco Bell is the girl that you go back to that isn't good for you but you're just gonna keep going back to her because she's convenient and like she has nacho fries like three times a year <laughs> like <laughs> hey, baby. open up nacho fries like that's what i was like the all right so like the mexican pizza thing right like my grandma ate those my whole life and i was like i don't understand how they keep selling these because you're the only person i've ever seen eat a mexican pizza my whole life and then they get rid of them, and apparently the whole world ate Mexican pizzas. My ex, that was her required drunk food for four years, was a Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. Like for real? Like for real? Like before? Like yeah, before no. That had all to be, of it. This was like, had I dated be her like ten years ago. Like fuck, that was almost ten. Who? I didn't even, ah, I didn't even ah, know holy shit! It those. was. It's crazy. They've mastered just like hype hyping food right like mcdonald's is getting good mcdonald's like, fries are unmatched yo the well, like, yo the j belvin meal was fucking fire the j belvin the bts meal like mcdonald's has figured out how to like make fast food cool like they just did the toys mm -hmm. like the adult happy meals those were sweet yeah those were fucking killer i haven't gotten one yet but i got two i got like and i got lucky i didn't get repeats I got a grimace and the the sack boy thing. I think his name's like Cactus Buddy is what they called it. Mm -hmm. Like that. Like for me, I thought it was weird marketing though, because I'm like the crowd you're hitting is like the 28 to like 45 range, right? For like nostalgia of the box, mm -hmm. but like the toy seemed marketed for like the 25 and down range. I don't know. That's uh, just man. stuff I think about when I'm high. I'm like. These are the only toys I collect anymore, these stupid figures. They only got, see, like, I, I hit the point in life where, like, it has to be Chase, right? Like, if I wear shoes, like, mm -hmm. I can't, like, if you can buy a pair of shoes at, like, Foot Locker, 
I won't mm-hmm. wear it. Like if I can't get up, I don't want it. Oh man, like, I it's was gotta a... be it's gotta be like some rarity level Tony, to it. I got a pair of shoes for him. I got I'm gonna grab them there in the other room. All right. Checkered vans were it for me for like 10 years until my chiropractor said, Hey, you're 32. Get some fucking shoes with some arch support in them. Oh dog. I can't like, I hate like, so like I love Jordan ones. Right. But they're mm-hmm. the most uncomfortable shoe flat. Yeah. Like I feel like, like I don't skateboard, but like, I feel like those would be good for skateboarding. Cause like they're flat, like skateboarding shoes. Yep. They just don't have a checker pattern. Well, some skateboarding shoes had like this thick cushion because you figure you're jumping like eight, ten feet in the air, landing. Yeah, you need you need the cushion. What were they fucking called? LT, are you here? You still wear those shoes? DCs? DCs were some big fucking DCs, Etnies. DCs have the greatest house shoe. Like they're like like a slipper shoe, but like they're a real shoe. I think like people wear them out of the house, but like I always like to get a pair. They're like fifty bucks, and they're like house shoes. Mm-hmm. So I, I have two. I have two pairs here. One, this is gonna hit home with at least three of us. Uh, Jeremiah, I'm not sure if it does for you. The PF bro, pause. Like if you have an important thing to do, like outrun a giant dog. <laughs> for the fucking sake of your backyard fucking baseball field. Yeah, of course I know what the fucking PA is. What the fuck? Dog, they like, make you run higher or run farther or run faster and jump farther. Some shit. Who gives a shit? Some those shit. Are not, those are not the shoes that I thought. Those actually, you literally can't wear them. They're disintegrating right now. Those um, are amazing. But, those would be so happy. Tony and I bought these at a mall in Toledo. Like, fucking 12 years ago or something i have the x-men vans oh those are sweet sure limited run you got villains on one side heroes on the other so oh yeah i do remember i don't know how you guys can buy shoes just to display them i would wear the fuck out of those i did wear them here's the problem i'm an old man and i need arch support and therefore i wear new balances or work boots no you're a dad that's why you wear new balances yeah but not white ones bro new balances are like in like mm-hmm. I got I don't like I didn't realize this till like I became a sneakerhead. Like New Balances are fire. Like I don't own any because like I'm not a dad, but like <laughs> you know they're fucking fire. Apparently, like there's some of them that are reselling five hundred easy. Like it's crazy. Yo, hit me <laughs> up with them white four sixty eights, baby. I I miss my. I miss my Jack Skellington Chuck Taylors from high school that I wore for five straight years. Because it took Man. me five years to finish high school. That's fair. Like, it's it's not easy. Like, it wasn't. They, they expect you to do stuff. Like, but that's why I go here. Years I mean, of War came out. Years of War came out my sophomore year and ruined my fucking life. That's what happened. Is I just got I was horrible at education, but I was really fucking good at Years of War. Did you graduate the year before us or after us? Or I graduated with? in 08. Oh, then the year before us. Okay. Like, like I don't know. Like, high school is weird, right? Like, as an adult, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when, like, when you have to talk to, like, other people's kids about, like, school and shit. Because, like, that happens as an adult. Once your other adult friends have kids 
and like you have to be an adult sometimes and it sucks but like it's like high school is the weird thing to talk about right because like i think high school is a waste of time i think it's an obedience training tool right like when this bell rings you will move to here you'll sit you'll stand you know what i mean you can't even call people by their name you have to call them miss last name type shit like and nothing i've learned in high school like these are all my views, not on a forklift podcast, by the way. My views, my views. Right, right. Like, nothing I've learned in high school <laughs> has like actually done me anything, right? Like mine is like simple math from like first grade. Like I don't figure out the square root of shit to do anything in my daily life. Had you maybe taught me to change a tire and do my taxes, I would have learned so- or a resume. Fuck, yep. that's what they should teach you—a goddamn resume, because mm-hmm. that will change your life. Once you have a resume in a JPEG format saved on your phone, you're unstoppable. Yep. I think think Tony and I can agree. We only had one teacher in high school that we learned anything from that we that we kept going on, right? My history teacher. Most most of the shit I learned from the teachers that taught me stuff had nothing to do with the class they were teaching me either. It was like a real life lesson y type shit where it's like, oh man, usually when they're being like an adult and they're like, Yeah, man, chill. Like when you catch them smoking a cigarette, they can be real for a minute. Like, my, my school I don't know. Had, like, like, my school had what uh, Reed's talking about. It had a, what they called Votech, um, where if your grades were good enough, which mine weren't, they would let you go <laughs> to an actual job skill school to learn That's for cool. three hours a day. That's how my brother, like, I, I don't really like to talk about my brother's personal life, but he did the Votech thing. I did mechanicing. And now he can work on cars. Now he fucking, that's his career is cars. That's useful. But like, I don't feel like most people get that. Like, I don't feel like, like, I've never heard of that. But I got the the JRTC program and I got out of high school and they were like, yeah, you have flat feet and you're deaf in your left ear. We can't take you in the military. I was like, cool. I learned nothing in high school. This is awesome. That's why you don't listen to me. We had a improv comedy class, like as an elective. And I, I was like my ninth grade year. I was like, man, I have to get that. And you can only take it once. So I didn't even put the math in my head that like, oh, if you take it ninth grade, you have three more years where you're not going to have a fun class to like fall mm-hmm. back on. But fuck it. I got it my first fucking semester. Yeah. Improv. Mm-hmm. But like, that was it. Like it wasn't. And like in benefiting guess, you now. Well, yeah, it helps me a little bit. Right. But like, I don't know. Like it, it was weird. Like nothing's really that important from high school. It's a waste. You know what? Hold on. I got a good question for this. Outside of wrestling, what is your biggest influence on your wrestling career? Like outside of something that was developed from wrestling. So like, uh, so like when I started the wrestling thing, like I was going to be a wrestler, then I donated a kidney and stuff. So then I was going to be a manager. And like, so like a lot of the stuff I was watching, cause like, I didn't watch a lot of, like, obviously I've seen Bobby the Brain Heenan, Jimmy Hart, like, you know what I mean? Paul Heyman, like, at the time you could say, like, Selena Vega, Johnny Bravo on Impact. Like, I've I, I'm watched the craft, right? But the thing is, is I've watched it, you've watched it, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to take something that's not wrestling and make it wrestling, right? Because, like, you got to take something maybe you haven't seen yet. Because if I give you the same stuff you've seen, you've seen it. Yeah. So like uh uh Mike Tyson's guy, uh god damn it, Don King. Yep. Don King was huge in an influence, right? Cuz like 
be bigger. Everything mm-hmm. that all all my man did was promote a boxing match, right? Yeah. But for like four months before the match, like growing up in the nineties, it took over. Like you'd see it on all the talk shows, the news, press conferences, right? Like mm-hmm. It was a spectacle. He was a spectacle. My man had big, crazy hair. He was over the top. Like, he wasn't boxing, but fuck, was he just as important as Mike Tyson versus whoever his victim was going to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> fuck. Great way to put it. So, like, Don King was a huge influence. Like, just spectacles. Like, uh, I don't know. I'll binge watch something on Netflix just to get ideas. Like, reality right like shit that's real like what do i hate all right be that like if i hate it other people probably hate that before before everything with trump ethan and i had an idea for a tag team where we were just going to be two southern republican boys that came out and just pretty much we wanted heel heat we wanted that fucking get the fuck out of here heat we wanted to be jobbers and just lose to every fucking person we fought but we were gonna be like my idea was like we're only gonna wrestle people who aren't white that's it that's our thing and then that's just gonna be the whole fucking gimmick we have until it runs its course and we're done until we've literally faced everyone point is but then then owning the libs by losing but then 2020 happened, and I was like, well, we can never do that. Man, 20, 2020 changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Bro, it like it changed. It's shit, man. You can't even get food really past 10 p.m. Like, that's crazy to me. Rams weren't closing. Yeah. Rams were not being 24 hours anymore is the biggest tragedy. To all let's of let's go over it. So is Clinton, is that what you miss the most about not being 24 hours anymore? Dude, where else am I going to get something smothered in gravy at two in the morning? My house. Why? Your wife, your wife doesn't make gravy. Mm-hmm, but I do. Oh, God. <laughs> See, that's one of those. Like, <laughs> that's one of those for content. You just got to literally <laughs> test this theory on a live stream at 2 a.m. <laughs> and wake my man's up and get some gravy. Clint's, li- Clint's on his fucking phone. He's like, he's live to all 7,300 of his fucking TikTok followers. He's like, I'm going to my buddy's house to get this. He steps on that fucking doormat outside my door and it goes <laughs> at him. And I'm like, fuck, who's outside the door? Oh, it's Clint. He wants gravy. Sam's like, Clinton, if you don't get out of my fucking house right now, I'd be like, it's okay, babe. I got to, I got to pull one out real quick and give him the gravy. I have to. Oh I have to. Give Sausage, him- chicken, or baby? What do you want? Or baby oh gravy? I hate you. As a human being. Shut the fuck up! So, like, so Clint used to do stand-up, right? And and I love comedy as well. And one of my biggest like, influence in comedy was a straight man in Harvey Corman. I fucking love Harvey Corman stuff. The Carol Burnett show, all the stuff he did with Mel Brooks. Like it, it's, I love that stuff. The high, the high anxiety <laughs> stuff, the blazing saddle stuff. Love it. That's what makes, that's like what influences me to do some of the dumb shit. I do the straight delivery stuff. You like love Lance storm. I love Lance storm. Lance. Storm, you love Lance storm. He's my second favorite Twitter follower. <laughs> oh, my, favorite is, me, my favorite is we rate dogs. Cause I mean, it's dogs. I love hitting you. I love hitting you. 
I'm sure you're going to hit me next time you see Actually, you know what? I'm just going to play a clip of me shifting your teeth real quick. What are you oh. doing? Oh, I was looking to see where he put his water bottle. Oh. It's... <laughs> right fucking there! <laughs> Damn. I, I don't know what it's been lately. I've just been wanting to hit you so much. <laughs> Probably because you've been doing shit. a podcast with me for a year and two months. Straight. Almost every week. Almost. I haven't, I haven't even promoted the shit we have to promote yet. Like the fact that we got the fucking Halloween quiz on Jordan the North channel on ours, where we're going to be putting these fuckos up against each other in a Halloween quiz. November 5th, apparently we're doing extra life. So we're going to be streaming for a full 24 hours. All the proceeds oh, wow. are going to go to charity. We're going to be doing video games. We're going to be doing uh, a watch along of a pay-per-view. We're also going to be doing a live for post massacre. I want to announce something here because sure. this is almost, this is almost a lock. We almost have a very special interview to happen live during extra life. Ladies and gentlemen, if it doesn't happen, then it is going to happen. We have an interview coming up with the lizard from the backyard. <sighs> Have you ever seen the movie The Backyard, Jeremy? No, no. But oh I, 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 I was, I was, see, I was pretending to be like, oh yeah, that's amazing. Because like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you it on. I'll send it to you on Instagram. It's okay. an 80 minute long documentary about backyard wrestling, and like Judy Bagwell, we got obsessed over this guy called the Lizard. Hell yeah! And he is the, he's the best. He's the the last person to do an interview with the Lizard was Jimmy Kimmel. Have you ever seen uh uh what's his name Freight Train, I think is his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, when he's uh when he's hyping his matchup with Eugene. Yep. It, it's it's some of the great like that's a recommendation. What it what is wrestling? Just send people to that video on YouTube. Our our other person that uh, joins us sometimes he doesn't get Dalton Castle. And in the chat, I was just like, I love smooth sailing, Ashley Remington. What what is there not to get about Dalton Castle? He he, he has the boys. He's the boys. The boys. He's amazing. Like I I don't know. He is good as minute. Greatest backyard. Way better. Way better. The lizard is he. He, he competed on tough enough. So our biggest thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So our biggest oh, thing man. is this this is the 20th anniversary of the lizard. A couple of years ago, Clinton got a hold of another one of the other people from the show called or one of the other people from the thing called Bo Gates. Well, the lizard, I, I should you know, this whole thing has come together in the last week. What happened was a couple of couple of months ago, I got super drunk and I found him on Facebook. Shocked. I found what his real name was. I went and searched. Shocked. And I sent him a message and I'm like, okay, not a big deal. Like he's never going to read this. Nothing's ever going to happen. So two days ago I was, I got a message and it said, Hey, sorry, it's been so long. Yada, yada, yada. I'd love to do that. And I went, who the fuck is this? (laughs) And then I'm like, and I looked at it for a second and I went, Holy shit, it's 10.45 at night. And I immediately closed that out, hit call, hit fucking recent. And I'm like, we got the lizard. Like, Oh my god. That's that's good shit though. Like that's oh is this the link he was talking about? Yeah, I sent it. I put the that's the backyard. Okay. Oh, that's the backyard. It's back, yeah, it's back on YouTube, by the way. What was the link you wanted me to post from uh 
What was the thing you told me to post, Jeremiah? Oh, uh, I think it's uh, what is it? It's like Freight Train versus Eugene. It's a promo. It's <laughs> if you've never watched it, it, it's it's very entertaining for all the Freight right and wrong reasons. To Eugene, yep, I got it right here. I'm gonna post from High Spots. It's it's really good. <laughs> it's there. Everyone goes. Click on both those links. Enjoy extra stuff that we give you. I'm oh, actually going to watch this Eugene promo. So at some point, we should it's, probably talk about what happened in wrestling this week. Am I right? It's been two hours, man. I was about to tell everyone, ah, just go to F4W online, what culture, wrestle talk. <laughs> all, I wanna, to all, all I want to say guys. is there's two things I want to touch on on Dynamite. One, um, Hangman. Uh, you got hurt. Feel better. Yeah. Like that's that shit's wild. The, the entire goal is that everybody goes home. Uh, to their families at the end of the night, everybody's safe. I don't think this is Mox being an unsafe worker. Shit happens. Um, and if you ever, if if I see anybody on an on a forklift uh, posted thing saying anything about, oh, hey, he deserved that, fuck you, I'll ban you. I don't have a problem. No, man. Um, hey, Russ. And yeah, thanks. Thanks, Russ. And then um, the MJF Regal stuff is probably the best way to build the match between MJF and Mox. Two of the yeah, best just, in the business. Just Regal playing, psych, just doing the psychology thing against MJF. And MJF's like, no, I earned this. I want to beat you at 110%. That's why we're doing that full gear. It's going to be good. They're eight, so, like, AEW does good. AEW is a good product. Like... Real talk, one of my favorite things besides the Zane Knoxville this year was the the media scrum, right? Like, that was amazing. It was amazing Roll television. I, like, I don't care who you are. Like, it was good. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I, I, I can almost verbatim, like, there was a week there I could quote the CM Punk thing with, like, the, and I work with fucking children. Because, like, who hasn't felt like that? But, like, I don't get to say that at my job, sadly. But, like, no, like, and then they had to, you know, fix everything because you, you're running a billion-dollar company. You got to suspend people. And, like, where we're at right now with the stories after fixing stuff, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. he's and, trying. And, like, bad shows, they're, I think they're finding their pace. I want so, – so badly, there's a lot of negativity in the wrestling world. A lot of people want one company to succeed, one company to fail. We want everybody to su- succeed because that allows us to, A, talk about more wrestling, B, get to watch more wrestling, and C, it gets an avenue for people in the indies that aspire to go to that length. If they are if they have aspirations that are on high, you want more than one company. You, you need the impacts. You need the – um, you need the GCWs to get that contract, the MLWs. You need those places for people to go. It, it's a constant growth scenario. People get old, people move on. It's not an industry where people last, generally speaking, where people last a long time in. So the exposure that's there, you want them to be able to have that. Wrestling is for everybody. Wrestling succeeding is the best thing possible for everybody as well. The more venues to get wrestling, the more places there are for people to wrestle, the more money is there to be made for everybody. Like, it's just what it is, right? Like, if, if one closes down out of, like, the two big American companies, right, like, it gets bad again. It just does because you need competition, right? Like, if you have nobody pushing mm-hmm. you, why are you going to put on the greatest product? Like, eventually you'll be like, eh, 
we can just give them B. If there's nobody else trying to give them A, B becomes A, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just that whole thing is that competition breeds better products on both ends. It was that way in WCW. The reason there was 12 million people a week watching wrestling was because those two brands, like what was going to happen to outshine the other? That was like the, man, I was a fan during that. You know what I mean? Like it was mm-hmm. like, that was real. Like everybody always goes, oh, we're in the wrestling boom again. Right. But like, it's not like that was like everybody and their mom had a DX or an NWO shirt. Like mm-hmm. you like, went to school and you talked to your buddies about wrestling. It didn't matter if they were like big wrestling fans or not. That yep. shit was on in the house. Their dad Every, was watching it. Somebody everybody was watched it. Everybody knew what suck it meant. Everybody was too sweeting. Everybody. It, it was like, it, it was for real. Like the culture was about wrestling. Like it was crazy. Like Bullet Club kind of got us there, but like it still wasn't that vibe, that full vibe. You know what I mean? Like you had to be there type shit. It was crazy. Uh, Russ, if you have anything to say, you can just click that link and join us because you have it. Tony, so when I was wearing my DX shirt to school and I got asked to politely cover the bare asses on the back of it, how many other people were actually wearing wrestling shirts <laughs> to school? Like, fucking none. Yeah. <laughs> but was- this is that was high school, though. That's mm-hmm. 2005 to 2009. It was 2006 or 2007 when that happened. That might have been post-WrestleMania. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to be wrapping this up here soon, guys, because... Uh been up since seven i'm a tired boy i i've had an absolute blast jeremiah you, i have, you have been a fantastic uh guest to us oh um, no i'm gonna talking, ex- man i'm gonna extend the invitation and i know clint will as well uh, anytime you want to get on here anytime there's an fu show coming up feel free to pop in we love to promote the stuff clint do you mind popping up the fu uh page or the uh poster flyer for the show got it man so Inside secret, right? Each one of the flyers for this show is based on a real Goosebumps book. Yes, nasty bumps. And they and they each took about an hour to hand make. Love it. it was a miserable process. <laughs> and I would I'm, never recommend it to anybody ever. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say we call this two hours. We got about six minutes left. Jeremiah, do you want to give us a rundown of like what's been announced card wise? Kind of give us a short preview of what man, yeah. Doing? Like I got the whole card's been announced okay. for the most part because like I don't know, you don't need secrets. I want you to come see the show. So let me pull up that handy dandy notebook Facebook app. Here's the mail; it never fails. It makes it makes me, me want to wag my tail when it comes. I want to wail. Mail. Am I yeah. tripping, or did you guys just do the Blues Clues mail theme? No, we did the Blues yeah. Clues Yep. That happened. Absolutely. Ooh, the room is spinning. Well, like, oh, let me, wait a minute. My room is turning blue. That means there's a clue. There's <laughs> <coughs> two? Oh. Shut All right. the fuck up. <laughs> so we're starting off with a FU tradition, right? Because, like, so we have a, it's our second annual Battle Rumble, known as Battle Rumble Two, the Get Your Shit In Battle Rumble, <laughs> because 
so my thing with the indies is like I I've never seen like I'm not gonna say good Royal Rumble or Battle Royals, but like a few and far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like I was like, man, if I'm doing one, it's got to have thirty people and it's got to be good. <laughs> yeah, so, I love it. Over the top and overboard. That is awesome. So we're starting off FU 645 with the get your shit in battle rumble two. Winner gets the golden oh shit button, which can be pressed at any time to get yourself a title shot. Any belt. If you want the trios, bring two friends. I don't care. You got a button. Woo! That's awesome. That's all. Is it the is it the Staples Easy Button painted gold? No, they. I found one that was gold that I could just record stuff on. Yeah, love it. Yeah, yeah. No, like I was like, oh man, somebody else had this idea for a gold button. <laughs> like, like oh, they're using it, they're using it to train dogs. Like I've seen these now. You can train dogs to like talk with these buttons. If, oh yeah! If Jeremiah's cool with it, I'll show up with a camera and I'll fucking just live stream it from here. We have you do? we have a live stream. Yeah, we have a, a pay per view feed. It's uh the guys that uh wrestling rage, uh help us run it, and like it's on the for us wrestling page on Facebook. Okay, I want to we'll, say we'll put that out on say our Facebook page. Bucks. We'll put that up like, on our Twitter and shit. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so then we got uh, a the People's Champion Championship, currently held by Mongo. And uh, we did a fans vote, right? Like, you leave your emoji or whatever designated for the dude. Because, like, it's the people's belt. So the people decide who fights for that belt. And uh, that got scrapped because Mongo was like, I want to fight all of them. So now he's fighting Crash Jackson, which is a whole lot of dude. He's mm-hmm. killing it on the indie scene. Ladon Sanders, which is the, uh, he's like a pimp and Colonel Sanders had a baby. Mm-hmm. He's all about the breast and thighs. <laughs> and then, uh, is, you is, got this, McKen- is this what Kevin's doing on his nights off? Bro, he owns a chicken place, man. Like, I don't know. He's the Colonel of clapping cheeks. Ladon Sanders. I love him. He's fantastic. That's awesome. And then you got, uh, FU's like one of our, like the crowd favorites, Kenzie James. She's, she's a badass. Like, she's out here doing shit. Like, I'm like, I couldn't do that. That's crazy. Top-tier talent. Let's see. You got uh, Danny Moe. She's coming in. Uh, female wrestler. Been all over. She was on WWE Raw, like, two months ago. Mm-hmm. Fighting Asuka, Alexa Bliss, and somebody else. And uh, they were in Pittsburgh. Oh, the Bianca Belair, the triple... The, the yeah. Match. yeah, he was on. She got she got uh choked out by Oscar, but it was close. Lucky, You're lucky yeah. woman. It was close. Mm-hmm. She's coming. Uh, besides her, I mentioned earlier, you got the Neon Ninja facade taking mm-hmm. on ROH legend Jason, former tag team Ooh. champ, member of the oh, set. That's cool. That yeah, is, that's that's pretty dope. I hate Jason. He's a piece of crap. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Halloween Mr. Potato Head. All right. Like, and Facade's going to whoop his ass. That's all I'm saying. I said a boo boo. My bad. <laughs> uh, you got uh, Re- John the Ref. Like, I don't know if like, you guys just started coming. So uh, we have the trios belts, and our original champs were this guy. They were called Strange Bedfellows. It was this dude, Alex Only Fanzant. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we are we we are very aware of uh, AVZ. of Mr. AVZ. Uh, his boy that. Jamie Eternal, and then their partner retired, so they needed a new partner. They hosted uh, a dating game thing where they tried to find a partner, and then they ended up choosing John the Ref, who's just a ref, just the ref <laughs> at our show, and he became a trios champ. And then they lost the belts to social reality. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. They snapped and they beat the shit out of John. And now they're not done. So we're going to resolve that. You got the trio's belt. Speaking of social reality, uh, they're taking on the fun-loving criminals, a Detroit staple. Mm-hmm. That's the DBA, Jamie Cox, Eddie Venom. If you know the indie scene around here, these guys have been around forever. XICW legends. I uh, used to play hockey with Jamie Cox's cousin. Oh, that's crazy. One of those dumb little things. So they're fighting. Then a match you all can get excited about. We're bringing in the most requested guy we've had to bring in in the Michigan scene, right? Like, this is facts. Like, I'm not going to make this up just to, like, boost people's egos. We you you talk we listen. The amazing Nate Matson, it's been oh, around nice. for forever, Ever. right? Great wrestler, good. I like him. People are like at the after party every show. You got to bring in amazing Nate, and I'm just like I didn't like, I didn't realize this many people wanted Nate to be there. So finally we're doing it, but like we discovered a new fan favorite also at the last FU, in the great Tiger. Tiger! Tiger! So the great Tiger is taking on amazing Nate Matson. First time ever at FU. It might have happened mm-hmm. before somewhere else, but it wasn't there, so it don't matter. And then the main event, the match, the match of matches. Mm-hmm. Our champion, the Mark Ross, Mr. 401k, Phil Collins himself, taking on Adam. F and Wick for the big one. You're allowed to swear on here. I don't know if you were trying to not to. We don't care. Oh, no, I, I love swearing. Like, I, I tr- even if I can, I try not to because then when I do it, it means more. <laughs> That's the great tiger of ISW. No, he's the great tiger of Michigan. Tiger. Oh, and then I we know. also have, we got one other match. We got a rookie of the year match. Which, if uh, if you've been following any of the the newer kids, we have Top Gun taking on KJ Reynolds taking on Ryan Mathias, three of the hottest young kids. They've all been under a year doing this, but they're all making names on the indie scene. It's gonna be. A- can, can you spill the beans on anybody who's gonna be in that uh, rumble? We got any names on that? Some surprises? Anything? Man, there's a. <sighs> Let's see. Uh, people who are debuting that maybe don't know because of their picture on the thing. Uh, the weed dealer of FU want to make a debut because there's a lot of weed smoking going on and be getting his money. And like that sounds like a me problem, but I told them nobody's been paying. So like now it's everybody else's problem. So he's coming to take care of that. His name is Samson, too. Like, it's weird. And you're going to recognize this theme if you've seen a good stoner movie. He's going to be fun. Okay. Okay. Right? Like, that's one I'm excited for. Because, like, Mm -hmm. 
everything about him is real. He's he's really big. He's really a drug dealer. <laughs> he's really named Samson, and he really wants his money. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I do know there's a there's a return in the Rumble. There's a few returns that have been at FU that haven't been there in a while. I can't spoil those because you gotta have a few no, secrets. That's, that's what we want, we want. I know you do, want, but I can't. No, can't no, we want that. We want people to show. No, oh, this is easy. That's super easy. I do know. Uh, social reality, even though they're the trios champs, are in the rumble. They somehow got in. Mm-hmm. So you have champions in the rumble. Anybody can be in the rumble that wanted to be in the rumble. So anything's gonna happen in that rumble. Like the first rumble ever is actually on YouTube. If you want to watch it, we'll okay. post. A, we'll we'll post a link on our Twitter to that. No, we want we want people to be surprised. There's, I'm not. I don't want. The, I don't want them spoiled here. Tune in. We're gonna post the link. We'll get rage. Uh, was it rage wrestling? Is that uh, wrestling rage. Wrestling rage. We'll like, get like, uh, the link. That. So uh, I'll send you guys the link for the uh, the actual thing. It's a uh, it's a uh, on fu. Like they just operate it through the FU page. Sounds good. Yeah, but yeah, no, it's gonna be cool. Like we try, like I don't know. We started doing our own live streams because fuck it. Okay. We can do a pay per view. That's easy. Yeah. All you need is some webcams and some good rest. We paid twenty dollars for GCW pay per view from the Hammerstein Ballroom earlier this year that looked like somebody did it off a handy cam. So fuck yeah, I'm sure you guys can do it. Oh yeah, like, it, it's easy. Like. And we only charge 10 and you get just as much show. Yep. Like people were like, bro, you run a long show. And I'm like, yeah, but we run like every other month. And mm-hmm. like, if I spend 20 bucks, I want money's worth. I don't know about you guys. I hate when I spend 20 bucks and it feels like I only get $10. Give every, give, give every, give Jeremy, everybody give Jeremiah $10 and then watch Clint's TikTok. Whenever I kill Ethan, it's going to be on TikTok. That's going to be the evidence. It is. It is. That's going to be we're, the end. It'll we be are, the most viewed, most viewed video on his feed. We're going to sign off though before Ethan keeps running his mouth. I'm going to keep. Thank you, Jeremiah, very much for being on. Oh, yeah. Everyone, there's his Instagram down there. Go follow him at the 24K Lion, Jeremiah Goldman. My name was Clinton Davis. You can find me at PK Batman. To my right. I'm Ethan Hubbard. You can find me at Jensen Collins 3, or you can find me in the bottom of a casket after Clinton ends my life. It's going to happen. And below us is Tony. Tony, what are you? Part of the show. You can find us on Twitter at On a Forklift Pod, On a Forklift Wrestling Podcast on YouTube and Spotify, Twitch On a Forklift Wrestling Pod, Thursday nights at 9 p.m. on UPN. And as always, we love you, Judy. Ethan loves his ice. Yeah, Judy. We love you, Judy. Good night, everyone.